This podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, and is the first of many pre-organised episodes. Check us out. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 96 of Movie Drone. I'm Steve. And I'm Mark. You are indeed. Um, you wish you were doing my thing with your fingers. Oh, you know? I was trying to be funny. I was trying to cheer you up, mate. I'm trying oh, yeah. the best I possibly can. <laughs> so we do the silent countdown, yeah? Like the a, Wayne's a, World a, countdown. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. And you just did it, yeah. Looks yeah. stupid. I didn't realise that. I might stop doing that. <laughs> what was the opening about, mate? Well, what were you talking about? Normally, we get to about uh, Tuesday, Wednesday and go, what are we doing? We know what we're doing for like the next seven or eight weeks, mate. <laughs> oh, you mean your organisation, your spreadsheet? Well, it's not really a spreadsheet. It's more of a table that gets messy and then I send you 12 times a day. But we're actually pre-organised. <laughs> Why do you send it 12 times a day, mate? Because I keep fucking it up. <laughs> you do indeed. Anyway, I mean, you're, you're joining us up for stuff. You're booking people in, mate. It's amazing. I would need the spreadsheet to know what we're doing from one day to the next at the moment. So yeah. well done. Thanks. So where have you been this week then, mate? I've been all right, mate. Thank you. Have you? World's full of grumpy people at the moment. I don't know what's yeah. up with everyone. Everyone's really? a little bit grumpier than the next. Okay. Um, I'm grumpy. You are grumpy, yeah. You're on the list. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I've got a few little stories. Okay. A little story. I had my first McDonald's. What? Oh, oh, right. Did you? Since it opened. Yeah. First McDonald's, yeah. I thought you was going to stay away, mate. I, I said I'm not queuing. Oh, right. Okay. I mean, I saw the belly. Uh, was it last week? Um, I haven't been out of sleep since yeah. after seeing that. So I thought you was going to uh, stay away from it, yeah, mate. No, I, I thought... come past. There wasn't a queue. So, you know, I went. Right. Okay. No, Any good? Same as every other McDonald's I've ever eaten, mate. I'm not going right. to lie. It was all right. Okay. I like the double cheeseburger. It was nice. What else have I been up to? Been out on hoverboards, mate. I've, I've been on a hop. Do you know I said I tried a hoverboard once? Right, okay. Well, the kids yeah. had the hoverboards out, um, yeah. left them unattended. Are these the ones, obviously, the ones that you crash, the ones with the wheels, not obviously a hover, proper yes, hoverboard? Yes, yes, yeah, the, the one with the wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one yeah. that you would never, ever trust me on. No. We only took them up the road and back. Did you? Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. actually did all right, and he fell off like 17, 18 times. <laughs> Did you actually fall off again? Well, not like spectacularly fell off, but there were certainly a few moments where I thought I was going to like break someone's car. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we did all right. Got out of the road and back. But my favourite story this week yeah. goes back to last week's recording, mate. Okay. All right. So sitting here, wait, I was waiting for you, actually. I was just right. loading up the stick, waiting for you to come okay. and collect the stick. Cassie's behind me. And I hear a squeal and say, oh, what the fuck was that? jumping up scares the life out of me I you didn't have your belly out again no, did i you? nearly turned around to her and go what the fuck you've just scared me and she was like a spider's just gone on my face nice so i was like all right calm down spider turn around what can only be described as the mum spider from arachnophobia was sitting <laughs> on the sofa <laughs> really this thing was hench mate what sorry what it, it was, was what hench uh, yeah explain Big, i mean I'm, I'm... large right huge Okay. <laughs> massive. Right. It was, yeah, it like, it could have had its own seat at the table. It was massive. <laughs> it's called a so, slice of face. 
I totally accepted the uh, reaction after that. Does Cassie not like uh, spiders? Cassie's the same as me with spiders. We've both not got a problem with spiders. Spiders are okay. quite welcome. Not when they surprise you by crawling across your face. I okay. would challenge anyone to sit there calmly as an unknown spider that big crawls across their face. Does Cassie know that in your lifetime you eat like hundreds of spiders each I, person? I think if you don't know and you're eating them, yeah, that's not oh, a problem. Okay. It's all protein, <laughs> isn't it? But that would have had goop in it, that one. It would have been like oh, one yeah. of them jellies, you know, the ones where you bite into them and they like explode in your mouth. Lovely. Yeah. Um, maybe you can tell her after the recording uh, that she eats them pretty much every night of her life. Cool. That's good. How's your week been there, mate? I've been busy and I've been doing this and I've been busy and it's no. Like, no? no, I've got a couple of things for you. Uh, the dog's finished. The hey, dog's finished. wow. Right. Did Jill no. crochet that? Yeah. yeah. Fuck off. Finished. You can tell because there's not quite enough stuffing in any Mate, of the appendages. The last thing you showed me was a crochet square right. that wasn't square. That is impressive. Okay, I'll put it up on Instagram. Uh, yeah, look, it's just not got enough stuffing in it, so it sort of bends over. And I've got something that for you. That is awesome. Got something for you. Go she has crocheted you something. From my, from right. my stuffed animals, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's done me a frog. <laughs> that is fucking awesome. <laughs> that is great. Do you like it? Oh, it's amazing. She was Thanks, worried Jill. about that. <laughs> I'll um, I'll stick them up on. Uh, in, I'll bring that round tonight, mate. I am ridiculously impressed. Oh, I, yeah. I, on, <laughs> going from a wanky square <laughs> to that is awesome. Yep. So, uh, so yes, she's been uh, she's been finishing it because obviously I've been taking the piss. So she's a little bit gutted. I've been taking the piss so often. Yeah. So she's been crocheting like mad. Um, so she got all those things done, and that now she can get awesome. back on her animal. I've never seen a crochet pee before. That's brilliant. <laughs> have you not? So yeah. So there you go, mate. You that's can have that tonight. Brilliant. That's, uh, that's all you. She's done that for awesome. you. Awesome. Thank you. Um, I've had a bit of trouble this week, mate. Skype. We're not using Skype anymore. This is probably the last week. I'm not doing it. Everything that I've tried this week my home network i've been doing yeah so i've got a new router is it router 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 um, router router's a completely different thing to me so i refer to it as a router but okay. i have heard <laughs> people call it a router. i think americans okay. call it a router because they like take the route 66 and stuff okay, they? okay. so, so router, router. uh yeah so i've got a new one so i've been plugging that in oh. uh internet speeds have been shit uh, all around the house so i don't know what i'm doing basically i was up last night quite late Mm -hmm. swearing proper swearing and jill was a bit pissed off um, and a bit scared at some point i think with my amount of shouting um i managed to get it working just by unplugging the modem and plugging it back in so uh you are, you are joking <laughs> the first thing that i would try <laughs> oh, i'll no. plug it back in i'll fix it no, so I got that done. And then Skype tonight. Skype. I don't know if anyone else uses Skype. I am not using Skype anymore. I have had enough of Skype. So this might very well be, if we have to use Skype next week, I might not even bother. You might okay. have to do it on your own. I told all you, right? we'll try something else, mate. But, I mean, all the issues I've had from it tonight as well. I've been, I come over, took my computer. I turned it on. I opened it and it worked. It's. I know. And I'm the tech one. I know. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, so I've had a little bit of a nightmare. So it's just been a bit of shout in and a bit of swearing and there you go right yeah. anyone else mate no okay uh leading on to the thanks mate have you got mm. any this week i do i've got thanks to the Vern, beautiful right stuff reviews howard kasner to tim flickface wtm lisa what should we watch ryan ashlyn price nostalgia junk little nick 
Emma, movie geek and proud, and a little personal one to Emma Verbal Diorama for what I can only describe as the best podcast opening I've ever heard in my really? life. Okay, right. Even better than yours? Amazing, mate. Oh, is that? Absolutely okay. amazing. Little Shop of oh. Horrors episode. Check it out. It's brilliant. Okay. Absolutely well, genius. That's a musical, though, isn't it? It is. Have you seen it? Uh, I think a long time ago. Yeah, I probably you, you have to have a bit off. of affinity with it to understand the intro so much. But genius, mate. Fucking genius. Excellent. All right. So I've got some special thanks this week for everyone for their Twitter mentions, tags, follows, etc. To Jill, to Cassie, to VHS Strikes Back, Saved by His Grace 72, Jamie Russell, Jamie Owen, Cinema Recall, Podcast HQ, Fresh Geek Context, Mr. Positivity, Wolfie T, Mouse and Weens, Movies on the Way, Oco Duro, Parley Hour, Mike, Mike and Oscar, and Sean Panda Nicholson. Cool. There you go. Um, Jamie Owen is, uh, is bringing out all the guests, isn't he? I mean, Dom Jolly, eh? Jesus, unbelievable. I know. I used to like Dom Jolly. Do you remember when he used to have that big telephone? I can't remember anything else. I thought that was it. (laughs) That's like your fucking telephone. But there you go. So well done, Jamie. But yeah, I I jokingly said to him, how'd you get in all these big bookings, Jamie? Ha, ha, ha. Thinking, come on. How? And he's just gone, (laughs) ha, ha, ha. No, no, how? How do you get those bookings? This is amazing personality. That's why uh, that's oh, why we don't get any fuck there, don't we? <laughs> yeah. So, right, okay. So, I've got a promo this week. Do you want to have a listen? Absolutely, mate. We are Comics in Motion. I'm Dave, the comic nerd. And I'm Chris, the TV and movie geek. You can download our show from your favourite podcast catcher. We'll review TV shows and movies that are based on comic books. So, if you can come along and join in the fun... That'd be super. There we go. And that's our amazing friends from Comics in Motion still yeah. putting out um, some content uh, at the moment. I've been listening to some of their other podcasts this week. I know yeah. we've run the promo for Comics in Motion, but I've listened yeah. to VHS Strikes Back, the Running Man episode. It's good, isn't it? Brilliant. Really yeah. enjoyed that one. <laughs> I know, but those guys have got about 400 podcasts, I think, anyway. I don't understand how they get the time to do it, mate. No, but equally as good, all of them. Okay, right. Um, on to a very rushed Mark's movie impression for this week. Uh, I'm not sure you take it seriously, mate, eh? I've just been busy, mate. I've been busy. Oh, yeah. been trying to work out. I mean, you work out roughly, we're episode 96 now. We started this stupid thing on about episode four. <laughs> so we've roughly got 90-odd in this two, so there's 180. So I've done nearly, sort of, I don't know, coming up to 180 people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, crying face emoji. We're funny. I've taught you something on <laughs> Skype. You're brilliant. Yeah. It's difficult to find new people, mate. Right. Okay. Yeah. I am pleased to tell you, as I said before, before we started recording, the picture quality at your end, where you've put a background up, makes you actually look grey. So the actual point where you go really red and sweaty because mm. you're being watched while you do this, it's covered to me. I can't really see it, so you'll okay. be pleased to know. All right, so on to Mark's movie impression yeah. for episode 96. And this is when Dick Dastardly met Voldemort. Apparently so, mate. We'll find out, though, <laughs> won't we? You ready? I was beginning to worry you'd lost your way. I've saved you a seat. There he is. Let's go. You bring news, I trust? Steady, steady. I've almost got him. Where will he be taken? D-d-d-d-dick. I must be the one to kill him. Knock it off. This is no time to play around. Now, <sighs> yeah, mate, I nailed the last one. I'm telling you now, the last bit, I nailed it. I can do that bit. 
<laughs> Maybe I should do the uh, Muttley with my laugh. Yeah, see, I did. Uh, I was trying it, but I haven't got a chesty enough cough. I was like, I haven't need COVID or a smoker's cough. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear well, there you go then mate well done i know it was a little bit rushed can't wait to get in the same room as you so we can get back to the same sort of you know quality and the uh yeah. it all going on again yeah, so um, yeah, all right okay so do you want to move on quickly okay this is the movie drone wall of shame there we go so the movie drone wall of shame i can't remember what happened last week do you want to let us know um we rolled Vern over did we <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, we decided that Vern answered or asked two particularly good questions. So although he got himself off the wall, we sort of shackled him to it still for another week. Right, okay. I think I've uh, misread the question uh, when we we discussed (laughs) it a minute ago. We'll see what Vern's question was in a minute. So who are you challenging next week, mate? Oh, I don't know, mate. Hang on. I haven't written it down. Have you got um, no one? You um, ain't got it. <laughs> Jamie Russell. First one in me. There, Jamie what? Russell. What again? Yeah, there. Sorted. <laughs> His first person uh, in my head. Sorry, Jamie. Dear, uh, you said at the start that we were organised and like this is the most unorganised yeah. episode we've ever done in our lives. Yeah, so, but four, uh, four or five episodes in front are, are well sorted. <laughs> this means this one's got to suffer. <laughs> Nice. Okay. Right. So, well, I suppose he has been good to us recently. We've had a bit of back and forth with him. So, Jamie, I listen. I'm sorry. You're a new listener, and now we challenge you again. So, there you go. You're challenged for a question yeah, for that. next week. Right. Okay. So, uh, do you want to move on quickly, quickly, quickly? Okay. okay. So, this is the next section. This is the section that we like to call question, question time. time. Question time. Question time. Time for the question, question time. Question time, question time. Time for the question, question time. You've nailed okay. it, mate. You've nailed okay. it. Oh, it's really weird because, like I say, I say it and then there's a two-second delay and you say it and apparently you say it's spot on. So it's really weird to me, but I don't care. I hate <laughs> Skype, so I won't be using it again. Right, okay, mate. So what's the Vern's question? Genius question. And he says, A series I do on Cinema Recall is Forgotten Filmmakers, where I look back at the careers of directors who started off good but have now fallen into obscurity. What five actors or directors that once were seen everywhere but are not now seen at all? Okay. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, might have misread that one. I might have misread what I wrote down, so hopefully that makes (laughs) sense to some people. (laughs) See, I've got more of ones that I used to like that have sort of gone a bit and I don't really like them anymore. There are some actors that have Not actually the question, but, (sighs) you know, you answer how you like. (laughs) Dear God, honestly, it's been one of those weeks. So, right, okay, what you got then, mate? Rick Moranis. Okay, all right. He was everywhere, wasn't he? Was, Little yeah. man in Ghostbusters, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Honey, I Blew Up the Kids, Honey, I Shrunk the Baby, Blew Up the Baby, or whatever they was all called. He was a bit everywhere. And okay. um, apparently, unfortunately, lost his wife and he quit acting to look after the kids. Did he? Yeah. All right, okay. I was hoping he was going to be tempted back for the new um, Ghostbusters, but apparently not. All right, that's a shame. That's a yeah. shame. I have got Rob Schneider. 
Okay. Now, um, I, it's actually, I had it written down and I probably should have changed it because I watched a film last night and he was in it. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so it was a little bit. But, um, but yeah, I mean, he used to be in a lot of, I mean, I suppose it's when they do the Happy Madison, is that what it is? Yep. The, the Adam Sandler stuff. Uh, and this was one of those that I watched, I think, yesterday. So, um, so yeah, Rob Schneider. Used to like him in the Gigolo films and that is always a good laugh, wasn't it? You can cool. do it, Mark. Cool. My second one, Randy Quaid. <laughs> okay. Gone, mate. Gone. <laughs> Do you miss him? I don't remember. Um, it doesn't say. It doesn't say anywhere that I have to miss them. It says, uh, what are five actors that were once seen everywhere but not seen at all? Randy Quaid was everywhere, mate. Then he got done for credit card fraud, illegal living in, a, in his former home, skipped bail, might be in Hollywood anymore, mate. Okay, there you go. Right, uh, my next one, Josh Hartnett. I haven't seen Josh Hartnett around recently, have you? Um, I might have seen him in Asda the other week. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, might have just been someone who looked a bit like him. I mean, everyone had masks on, so it could have been right, someone else. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like I say, I used to like a bit of Josh Hartnett. Mm. Um, I used to Lucky Number Slevin I watched recently, yeah. the film that you said you'd never seen, but you actually own. I don't think you'd ever heard of it, but I borrowed it off you. Yeah, yeah Josh Hartnett, there you go. Cool. That's a good answer. That actually answers the question. That one, well done. <laughs> Thanks very much. Um, number three for me, Corey Feldman. Okay, right. Literally, as a kid, he was in every film. Burbs, Goonies. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Troubles. Bit of other stuff we won't discuss. But I know he's still floating around. He, he made an amazing music video last year. It was so bad. It was great. Um, right. And started doing a bit of a music career. But actually in acting, it's a bit of a shame. But he was everywhere and he was great as a child okay. actor. All right. See, I haven't researched a massive amount of these. This is like me. You might say to me they've been in 10 films, but I haven't actually seen them recently. Okay. But research-wise, I've just I've actually just gone for ones that I haven't seen for a while. Yeah. Uh, my next one, Cameron Diaz. Okay. Uh, I, used to, I mean, Cameron Diaz, lovely. I think she might be t- uh, having a baby. I was going to say, she like Doesn't stop normal people. Oh, yeah, I'm uh, just wondering. I think she had a few relationships, didn't she, that didn't work out. And perhaps she's found a bit of happiness later in life. Popped a sprog. She didn't find you, mate, did she? <sighs> didn't look hard enough. <laughs> What's your next one then, matey? Macaulay Culkin. Well, he, well, I don't know. I saw him recently in something, didn't we? Well, yeah, was he, 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 well, he was in a Google advert, mate. Oh, yeah, he was in like a Google Home Alone advert, but you think he's sort of Uncle Buck and Home Alone, my girl, and then he's playing pizza songs or something in an underground okay. bar in America. Okay, uh, my next one, Steve Martin. Okay, he's, he's actually like touring. Well, he's actually touring at the moment, isn't he? Is he? I don't know. This yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah, he's I touring with. I can't that. remember his name. The guy who was in Inner Space. He's touring with him doing a comedy show. Okay, all right. I mean, I thought that this was obviously about films. It is. It is. In films, so, I'm not saying it's a wrong uh, answer. Oh, I'm just saying oh, it's okay. around. All right. You seem to be great. Anyway, uh, yes, Steve Martin for me. I like a bit of Steve Martin. Such I wish I could have a bit more. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've, I've, ooh, I don't know what one of these two should I go for. Oh, you'll like this one. I know you yeah. liked him. Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> What happened to Freddie Prince Jr.? Apparently got disillusioned, mate. That's what happened to him. Disillusioned with the acting. Perhaps he realised he 
wasn't capable of anything more than what he was producing. Right. Okay. That's a shame. Didn't get Fantastic the serious man. roles he craved. <laughs> okay. Right. I mean, I've got a couple here. I've got a couple. Uh, is this my last one? I've got another one if you want to do another oh. one each. So I've got a couple. One is because he's, he's very old. I miss Jack Nicholson. So I wish okay. he was about. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. The other one is Brendan Fraser. Yeah. He's on that, you know, that clickbait you get all the time, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he is. Whatever um, happened to Brendan <laughs> Fraser? Yeah. yeah. Why well, he was uh, ostracised from Hollywood and yeah. that. But, you know, I miss a bit of Brendan Fraser. He was yeah. quite good at the time. I think he had a few health issues and that, didn't he? So come back, Brendan. Well, so he, bless him. He looks a bit like you at the moment, doesn't he? What? Buff. Buff, yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you, mate. I used to like him. Yeah, okay. And Excellent. this is where I can guarantee you haven't got my last one. Okay. Mara Wilson. Yeah, I'll say, well, give, you, give you a fiver if you can tell me who Mara Wilson is. I don't know. It's going to be in one of your rom-coms, mate, isn't it? No, she was everywhere, mate. She was the kid in everything for a little while. Miracle on 34th Street, Mrs. Oh. Deltfire. Uh, I don't remember. Matilda. But, yeah. she, oh, and the little girl. The, 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 little... Girl, the girl, little girl who had the tongue that was too big for her mouth. Matilda? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Just what happens happened to her? Well, she's turned what? into a writer now. Oh, she thought he was going to say an adult. No, I think um, <laughs> I think she said she had fame a bit too young, didn't really appreciate it, slacked off in acting school. I mean, you're a Hollywood actress. I won't bother with that, but there we are. There we go. Right, so that's it, yeah? Mm, great question. Okay, thank you very much, Fern. That was a great question. Thank you very much for sending two in. Yes. Uh, we'll see uh, what Jamie comes up with next yeah. week. Right, mate, do you want to let everyone know how they can contact us on social media? Absolutely. You can get us at Twitter, which is at movie underscore drone, via email at moviedronepodcast at hotmail.com, or via Instagram, exactly the same as Twitter, but I forgot to say it, which is at movie underscore drone. Excellent. Where you see two crocheted animals on there. Very yes. shortly. Okay, right. Uh, on to the main reason we are here. Yes. So we're in listener request still at the mm. moment. Um, well, there's actually talk, isn't there, of cinemas maybe in this country, one cinema chain opening with social distancing in July. There is talk of it if you would like to see Mulan. No, uh, 10A, I 10A think. 10A is on talking there about well, opening yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. So do you know the rumoured runtime of 10A? Three hours? And something, yeah. Is it? Jesus. Plus. <laughs> That'd be a good one to go back to, though, mate, wouldn't it? Well, they, they was like, oh, the problem is, mate, we've got to open cinemas. Everyone's got to sit two metres apart. If Carlin did cinemas, mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know I mean? <laughs> exactly. And it'd be somewhere else to sleep, won't it, if it's yeah. that long? So, okay, so we're still doing a listener request. We asked Little Nick to yeah. give us a film this week. She surprised us. What did she make us watch? She gave us a film that's currently 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb. It's an 18, 2 hours, 48 minutes, billed as a crime drama mystery. With a synopsis of In the Dead of a Wyoming Winter, a bounty hunter and his prisoner find shelter in a cabin currently inhabited by a collection of nefarious characters of a budget of 44 million grossing 156. This was written and directed by Quentin Tarantino, starring Samuel L. Jackson, Kurt Russell, Jennifer Jason Lee, Walter Goggins, Demi Ann Bashir, Tim Roth, Michael Madsen, Bruce Stern, James Parks, and Channing Tatum. This was 2015's The Hateful Eight. Did Little Nick send you a clip? She did, mate. A vegan one. This here is Daisy Domergu. She's wanted dead or alive for murder. When that sun comes out, I'm taking this woman to hang. Is there anybody here committed to stopping me from doing that? Well, well, well. 
Well, looks like Minnie's haberdashery is about to get cosy for the next few days. Yes, it does. What the fuck is a vegan clip? That one. No animals, oh, no animals were harmed in the making of that clip. <laughs> Vegan clip. Okay, right. So, Quentin Tarantino film surprised us with that one. Yeah. Um, was quite pleased. There's three run times for this, isn't there? Okay. you got a general 168-minute one. When it went on a road show, it was 187 minutes, and the extended version is 210 minutes. Mm, How about that, eh? So, the, I think I had the 100 and something minutes one, not the 210. So, I don't know about you. Um, the 2 hours 48 one. Did you? Okay. Mm. I thought you were going to say the two-week one. Right. <laughs> okay. Quentin Tarantino, very surprised, mate. What did you think of The Hate for Late? I thought I'd seen this. Right. I hadn't. You, hang on. Sorry. What? Mm, I know. You've not seen it? I thought I'd seen this. <laughs> I hadn't. First time watch, mate. Shut up. Yeah. Honestly, you're yeah. not joking. No. You've never seen The Hate for Late? Apparently not. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, you know, brilliant. they use too many numbers, don't they? You've got like, the Magnificent Seven, Hate for Eight. I know some other example that would tie in with that, but apparently yeah, not. Yeah, but this is... An event, isn't it? A Quentin Tarantino film. It comes out but once every God knows how many years and but it's all once. built up and then everyone goes to the cinema and watches it but once and then everyone goes to the cinema and watches it and then we all talk about it for God knows how long. And what the fuck happened to you when this one came out? It was probably longer than 90 minutes. Right, okay. <laughs> I probably went to okay. play it and was like, nah. Okay, so, I mean, this isn't one of his most liked movies. Um, when you actually have a look around. I know Death Proof normally gets the worst of the Tarantino ratings, really, from most people, but this one's not far above it in a lot of people's okay. lists. Yeah. So um, I'm intrigued then, mate. First time watch. Yeah. What did you think of it? I think they're wrong. Right, okay. I think I'd put it towards the other end of the list for me. Would you really? Oh, I oh, really okay. would. I, it was slightly too 20 minutes too long mate okay yeah he, he certainly mean, knows how to draw some bits out i mean the opening camera scene i think it took us about three minutes to get from the sky down to a little tractor or whatever them things are with the big wheels on the cow's pull there was another part like that i think when zoe bell was driving up i think yeah. that that was really elongated when they were going when it was sort of like the, the second story took over and you saw all of the gang members turning when it done the flashback yeah. I think that was like about 10 minutes long yeah, just watching them. There was just certain unnecessary points of length. But other than that, I really, really enjoyed it. It really went down well with me. Okay. Um, I started sitting down. I was like, oh, I really enjoyed. For me, I thought Kurt Russell stole the show. It was my notes I made. And then I was like, with Samuel L. Jackson close behind. But also I really enjoyed Oswaldo slash English Pete. Um, Did he, you? He reminded me of Schultz. Um, right. Christopher Waltz right. um, from okay. Django Unchained okay. I didn't like him so much when he went Ooh, governor, and started doing that I actually preferred him as Oswaldo right see he's my le- probably one of my least favourite characters I think mm, um, really? I liked Tim Roth yeah I, I do and it was one of my least favourite right. um, I've got the, I think that this is my favourite Jennifer Jason Lee oh, she performance she was fantastic and she was she yeah was um and I quite like Walter Goggins towards the end of the film. Yeah. I think that when he's with Samuel Jackson and talking to he looks Jennifer like a Jason, Walter Lee. Goggins, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. If anyone was going to be a Walter Goggins, he does. It would be look you like. or him. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah, carry on, mate. I thought, like you're saying, for you, would you say he was your weakest character, Oswaldo? 
Yeah, I think I just didn't really, everything that went with it, I think his mannerisms and his accent, I just thought it was just something off um, for me. I actually did prefer it a bit when he dropped the, the posh accent bit okay. later on, when he actually became the normal Tim Roth, who's yeah. in Lie to Me and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but uh, when he's actually normal like that, I think that, that I preferred him then. But yeah, probably. I, I thought it was a nice, refreshing change, if I'm honest. He don't get sort of gets typecast in them roles and actually to have okay. something like that, I thought that showed in quite well. Yeah, I think that there was some that were underused, but I, yeah, I thought for me he was probably the weakest, if okay. I'm honest. See, my weakest, Joe Gage. Well, yeah, I mean, that was one of my underused. Oh, so I, I think that he was certainly underused Michael Madsen, if I'm honest. I, I want to know where he left his costume. Right. And Robin. <laughs> Why was he doing the Batman voice? Oh, oh, show me the money. I don't know. It's show Michael me the money. Madsen. It's Michael Madsen in Quentin Tarantino film. He's allowed to do whatever the fuck he wants. But he, I, he's the one I probably look forward to most out of all of them. Okay. When I see him, he's the one where I just think, yeah, he's generally my favourite. And I was actually a little bit disappointed in it. Even when he went to grab the gun, he fucked it. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, there you go. For me on uh, the, the length... It's probably, see, I like it. I like it a lot. Mm. But it's one of the ones that I watch the least. And the reason is, is the runtime. Yeah. So I have to be in the right mood because it is such a slow burner. I think it just looks great straight from the start. I think it felt really cold. Yeah, I thought it looked cold as hell. The stagecoach looked brilliant. I thought the characters were opening well. And then obviously this is for me, again, probably one of the most dialogue-heavy of his films. Yeah. Um, it is a set of stories inside a big story, yeah. inside another bigger story. And so I have to be in the right mood to watch it. Um, and I'm never normally in that mood to sort of commit three hours to it. It's a long uh, time to spend in one... I know there's a little bit else, but it's a long time to spend in one place, isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah. But like I say, when you actually get into it, and like I say, the first time I watched it, I was enthralled by it, but it just doesn't have that re-watchability, uh, okay. for my point. Yeah, see, I, I can't wait to watch it again. Um, I think I think I would leave it a while, but I agree with you. I think it looked great. It looked freezing cold. I love the bar, the location of it. I yeah, th- the haberdashery is amazing, isn't yeah. it? Um, I think the only real negative thing I would say about the actual film itself and the writing is I don't think it's that clever okay there's, i don't right. think there's any real twist at the end i know you got him shooting for the floor we all knew they was involved realistically we all knew they was involved okay and you got him shooting up from the floor but i don't think that was a big enough twist to warrant three hours of a pretty anticlimactic thing when he actually comes out of the floor yeah i mean i think that this is more about the stories of the way that they're told. See, I find it really well written. I thought all the characters were pretty well written. I thought the stories did enthrall you. I, th- I thought that they were good. And they had that menacing undertone. So some of them were quite funny, but then you had the conversations where you don't know which way they're going to go. And it keeps you guessing as to when the spark is going to ignite or if yeah. it is. Like the conversation between um, Samuel Jackson and Senor Bob about him calling him a liar in the barn. Yeah. Now, that could have ignited any single point, yeah, uh, any so. point of that conversation. Yeah. So I was sort of, I because I haven't watched it for a while, I couldn't quite remember what went off and when it actually did go off. So I was sitting there just thinking, oh, this is the one that happened. I mean, my favourite story is the one with the, about the big black Johnson. 
that yeah. Samuel L. Jackson gets <laughs> to get the general to draw his gun. Brilliant. And I love the way that they show what happened as well. Yeah. Um, I thought that that was great. And you get all of those little stories. They don't so much intertwine, but they build the characters. Yeah. And I think any single point, it could just kick off and you could actually get that Tarantino moment, which I think is the last hour, isn't it, of this? Yeah, but I mean, the, I think that's they, he spent a lot of time building a lot of characters and a few of them just sort of... Do you know when you go down to, I don't know, we call it the co-op, it's, <laughs> it's bonfire night. You think, right. I'll buy myself some fireworks for the kids, we'll take them home, we get the party box, the whiz-bang box, we'll call it. You come right. back, you get this big rocket and the thing goes out and it goes, Bang! That's Samuel L. Jackson. You get them little fountain things, right? You light it and it sort of goes... And that was like Joe Gage for me. There was points, like you say, they was building up the tension when they was taking Joe Gage's gun off of him. They was giving him a ribbon and you're thinking, in a minute, this bloke's going to turn around and he's going to do something that's going to kick ass and he's you're going to think you're going to regret that. And they didn't really regret anything, did they? No, but the thing is, it actually got you waiting for it, which I suppose puts you into that heightened sense of being tense and you're not quite sure what's going to go on. I suppose you can't make every character a rocket, but I just was waiting for it (laughs) off my favourites, I suppose. Okay. I like the fact that it was a bit of a whodunit as well. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I do yeah. like a little bit of a whodunit, and it was, it was good, and we finding out about the uh, the coffee and when he started to actually question them. Uh, again, another good scene, but I did like that element a little bit of a little bit of a mystery in the middle. Yeah, I love the I love the bit when the poison actually kicked in. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've that. got that down. I've well, I've got that down. The puking scene was great, but I thought the score was really aggressive at that point. Yeah. Did you notice the score? Yeah, just sort of ramped up. Oh, it was just amazing, wasn't it? It yeah. went from sort of like nothing to this really, really abstract score with people puking blood up. And mm. again, it doesn't really kick off from there, though, does it? You sort of like a false start. You, you get yeah. that good scene. You think, right, this is all going to kick off now. But then you get another lull while Samuel Jackson investigates it before you get the last hour, the, 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 the impactful hour. Yeah, I suppose... This is, I suppose, the issue with having eight people in a room and no one actually giving a fuck whether anyone lives or dies. Yeah. No one actually, like, if one of them died, no one would really care, would they? The only person no, who I... cared was a brother that the sister was all right. But it was their lukewarm reaction to him sort of laying there puking his guts up and blood going everywhere and then his driver <laughs> going down and everyone's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> with the who done it i did like the way that samuel jackson worked it all out as well mm. i think that was quite yeah. good uh when he obviously gave the, the basically told the story and then we got to see it actually enacted out with big dave's chair and all that so i thought that was good and then as we said we get the last hour which i just have down as so tarantino yeah it was brilliant i think after you've got um like you say the bit where it all goes shits up and it starts explaining the bits that you've seen you know it was going to be explained like the door why did the door keep banging and you see that explained that they have to keep nailing it i mean yeah yeah i found that quite funny with the door you got to nail it you got to nail another one on we had that same <laughs> scene three or four times yeah. it added probably 10 or 15 minutes onto the film yeah but that one was worth it for me i thought it was okay. really funny um but yeah then they start unpicking everything and start playing backwards and I like that. That That's his magic, isn't it? It is, yeah. I mean, it's just trying to pick out those intricacies, even, to, I'd say, to the point where Kurt Russell 
um, comes through the door with Jennifer Jason Lee and you've seen them inside shouting to you got to kick the door you got to yeah. kick the door or whatever um, after seeing it first time yeah it's it was it was very well done it actually makes you appreciate and actually think about how he made it and you yeah. think oh actually yeah they would have recorded that bit first or filmed that bit first yeah. and yeah very interesting yeah very interesting yeah I just thought like say so I think we, we won't announce what we're doing next week yet but apparently he got a lot of the influence from next week's film Did it's, yeah, it's well, weird how it all ties in together because he yeah. was saying this is the film we're doing next week is the only film he gave all of the cast to watch yeah before. I mean I've actually got a note to say and and yeah I didn't actually think about the fact that we are not going to announce what we're doing but it the way that it is psychological like that is exactly right. Yeah. I noticed that as soon as I started watching it again or I sort of got halfway through it, I thought, you know what, this this reminds me of that film. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so people, when we announce what we're doing next week, you will understand what we're talking about in this yeah. section. But, yeah, you're right. It's, um, it's exactly like that, yeah. yeah. What did you think of Tarantino's cameo as well? His narration? Yeah. Yeah, it's a clever way of chucking it in there again, though, isn't it? Yeah, I know. He has to be in everything, yeah. doesn't he? It's, uh, I mean, we've had the issue with narration. Who was it who narrated in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? That Was was that Kurt Russell, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that, so, that did yeah. It? And we had a, a chat about that, didn't we, about whether we enjoyed the narration. I mean, I didn't mind it. I noticed him straight away that it was him. But, um, yeah, I mean, I didn't mind it. He wasn't I'd over prefer- heavy, but it's better than him writing himself in for a character exactly, that's unnecessary. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'd prefer him not to be in it. Getting to the part where we had the shooting starting and when the actual big Tarantino moment starts, there's one bit that I actually do have an issue with, and it was the fact that he did the shooting in slow motion. Okay. And I found this time that it took away from the scene because I couldn't quite understand what they were saying so as they were talking in slow motion, um, it took away a little bit from the scene. I actually wanted it to be explosive, but you started to get the shooting. And because it was in slow motion, it sort of downgraded it a little bit, made yeah. it a little bit of a damp squib for me. It certainly wasn't the big climactic bit that I was after. I I'd agree it was all of a bit of a... Yeah, well, it's just because it was slow and yeah. like a very, very weird choice. Of, I mean, I'm glad that it was on yours as well because it was so out of place. I actually thought that maybe my copy was something wrong with it. Yeah. Uh, so it was a very, very weird. Yeah, no, I've, like I say, it's that, it's that build of tension. And if you're spending that long building the tension up, you almost need that big release. And it just didn't, it, it sort of, like you see, it just sort of brought it back down again. Yeah. I mean, this is where I think that Walter Goggins came into his own. I quite like the stagecoach scene at the start. One thing that I did enjoy was the fact of Jennifer Jason Lee getting more beaten up during that. I mean, I shouldn't really say it. She was a horrible character, though. Do you know what I mean? And she, she really was. I mean, I'm not saying that I like watching her getting beaten up, but the actual, (laughs) what what was happening to her was just, it was just funny and she was just looking awful by the end of it. But Walter Goggins, I thought, came into his own in the last act. I thought he took the main emphasis away from everybody. Mm. Um, And when he, he, I mean, he held his own against Samuel L. Jackson um, and Jennifer Jason Lee, I thought. Yeah, I think he's a great actor who can say a lot Mm. with, and do a lot without saying anything. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, I suppose, he's, yeah, he's quiet, deliberate. When he's just sitting there pondering and he's thinking, and you can see him eyeing it up, and then you don't know what way he's going. And that second he turned, he went, "Well, but you was gonna let me drink that coffee, fucker." 
Yeah, yeah. Um, he was brilliant, and I, I thought he was great. Yep, so we got Channing Tatum. Yeah. A little bit underused, I thought, but I thought his death was funny. Did, I actually laughed. think he was underused? Well, I mean, I don't I know. Thought, I think was, it's I great that they build up, not only is he a big name, I don't know whether yep. he was massive at the time, but they build this up as like the leader of the gang, the real terrible one that everyone's scared of that's got his name known throughout the thing and he's gone within like 10 seconds. I think that's brilliant. Yeah, I suppose. I thought his death was funny. It did actually add something for me. Yeah, when Jennifer uh, Jason Lee's there and she's got all of his brain over her face. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. It just made her look increasingly worse. Yeah. And then I suppose we get probably, for me, to the most Tarantino part of the movie, and that's the hanging of Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Now, I mean, it was awesome. <laughs> Shouldn't really say that and laugh. But um, that was just, I mean, we say about the moments. We got the once upon a time in Hollywood moment, obviously the end. Um, I would liken it to the same sort of impact as when Brad Pitt smashed the shit out of um, the, those cult members. Yeah. It was great, wasn't it? And it was slow yeah i mean i kept thinking all the way through the whole film someone just shooting a fucking head <laughs> if he was that worried about someone getting there like, i would have just shot her in the head right okay. stored, stored around the back or something but <laughs> right up for that scene and then they dragged her up and i mean it's still not you still don't know whether there are the other 15 members of a gang anywhere no you you can assume that nobody gets out there alive well, it's ambiguous, and I like yeah, the ambiguous yeah. ending. We don't know what happened. I mean, both of them, I would presume, would have perished from their injuries. Yeah, the way you'd have thought so, with the blood pissing out of them, going everywhere. Yeah. The chances are they're all dead. And the next person who stumbles across minis is uh, going to walk into all of that. They are indeed, yeah. So um, I, I don't really know what else to say about it, mate. Um, I'm not sure if you've got much else to say, have you? No, I've just got probably one of my favourite Tarantino films in reflection and it's just one where I just can't choose the person who stole the show. As much as I really thought Kurt Russell was great, then I think about Samuel L. Jackson and I think he was great. And then I think about Goggly Box, whatever his name is, I thought he was great. And Jennifer yeah. Jason Lee, I thought she was great. I mean, what do you think about the Lincoln letter running through it? That was quite good. Yeah. I, I liked it when uh, Jennifer Jason Lee spat on it. Uh, yeah. That was one of my favourite things. It just when he actually, elbowed her in the face and she went out. I actually gasped <laughs> yeah. this time round. I forgot that she spat on it. She yeah. spat on it and I literally gasped out loud. Yeah, no, it was great. It was a great way, especially that big reveal when the other bloke's convinced. And he goes, of course it's not fucking real. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great writing. Like I say, it is... Very story heavy. I have to be in the right mood to watch it. But what score have you got, mate? I've got 86. Have you? Okay, yeah. that's a good score. Good score. Yeah. I've got 82. Okay, cool. I, I mean, I love it when I watch it, but then I watch the others that I've got above it and yeah. I would go back to them more. So for me, that's why it sort of sits there. But thank you very much, Nick, for that. Uh, we were going to get, what was it, Okra, Okja or whatever, yeah, some film yeah. about sustainability. Um, I'm really glad that she chose this one. Yeah, awesome um, choice. It is. So thank you very much, Little Nick. Yeah. You watched anything else, mate, this week? I have, mate. I watched a few. I've watched Midsummer again. Okay. Really is enjoyed that. Is um, It probably would have been, actually. It seemed to go on forever. Okay. It was a, it was, I think it was a Blu-ray you got me, so I think that was the extended one. It was, yeah. yeah. Um, but really enjoyed that again. I got 92 on that still. Um, Money Pit, because it was on Netflix, easy watch. 68 on that. 
got limitless. That's going down a little bit, actually. I've got 82 on that. I used to think a bit more of that on right. than this time. Last house on the left after you mentioning it. Mm-hmm. Found it and watched that. Got 68 on that. Okay, about what I had, yeah. Um, I spit on your grave. Because that, that happened to be on somewhere as well. I've got 68 on that one as well. Much of muchness, really. Was that the remake or the original? Uh, that's the remake, that one. Oh, okay. Right I didn't on. mind that, actually. No, it was all right. Um, and then I watched Inside Man again. Forgot how much I quite enjoyed that one. I've got 74. They made a second one of that. Do you know that? No. Yeah. I, it, I haven't watched it. I, well, I've watched about five minutes of it, and it looks shit. Does it? Yeah. So uh, is that it? That's a lot, mate. Okay, mate, so I watched Hobbs and Shaw again. Didn't get much out of it this time, so I got oh. 70 on that one. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, didn't really like the bands. Have know, I the seen that band. one? Is that one we've done an episode yeah, of? Yeah, we have. Oh, right, yeah, okay. The Rock and Jason Statham. Oh, yes. Is that yeah. Cars Across buildings and stuff like that and it yes it was mate yeah and it was uh yeah i didn't like it that much uh bad education with hugh jackman uh oh, it's not, quite good not actually, jack white all then no 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 it's not it's about someone who embezzles some money out of and it's actually really well written i've got okay. 76 on that enjoyed cool. that well thor 2 the dark world 50 i'm not a great four thor four four thor fan mm-hmm. um spider-man far from home i've only got 60 on that one i didn't really enjoy the the new spider-man harry potter and the chamber of secrets so thank you very much for doing voldemort so well uh jill gave it 85 i've got 73 on it i don't actually oh. mind sort of dabbing them in the background i watched a film called the wrong missy which is on uh, Netflix. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, have you? The that girls, advertised. The girl does get into some scrapes. She is quite funny. The film is pretty dire. I've got 36 on it. Okay. Uh, did I mention that I saw Blue Story recently? No. Um, I saw Blue Story, and I it's probably quite a good film about gangs in Britain, gang members in Britain, postcode gang members. If So you just obviously live in a different postcode near each other. I think it was Deptford and somewhere else in London. Okay. Um, I didn't understand a word they fucking said. Blood. It's all, uh, yeah, it is exactly that, fam and, and stuff like that. Uh, mate, you have to be, I think, of a certain age to even understand any of it. I was way out of my depth. I'd have to watch it with subtitles next time. I've got 64 because some of it was fairly... A very good, it told a good story of gangs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't understand a fucking word of it. Anyway, I'm getting too old. Right, okay. Excellent, mate. Well done. Nice Enjoyed that. So thank you again, Nick. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so on to the next section. Yeah. This is the section that we like to call Homework. homework. nailing it mate. every time nailing yeah. it eh? right okay so this is a section where we give each other films that we like the other one hasn't seen and the hope of uncovering hidden gems yes. what did you give me this week mate i gave you a film that's currently 6.7 out of 10 on imdb is a you one hour 33 minutes billed as a comedy family with a synopsis of the garrisons live with a great dane who thinks he's a dainty dachshund His identity crisis results in an uproarious series of household crises that reduce the garrison's health to a shambles. Starring Dean Jones, Suzanne Pleshette and an unnamed Great Dane, grossed 6.2 million at the box office. This was 1966's The Ugly Dachshund. It was, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Now, uh, 
<laughs> so you know about all the things I hate that we mentioned before, like flash mobs Ed and salsa and Ed Sheeran, yeah, and all those bits and bobs. Yeah. Um, something else happened in this film that I have a hatred for, okay. and it is when you get people talking over someone else while they're trying to explain something. But what's worse is when is what? the person Sorry, mate. Is... <laughs> yes, such a freak. <laughs> Yeah, so what's worse is when the person explaining it just gives up. So the bloke was trying to explain to the woman about adopting the Great Dane or getting yeah. the Great Dane, and she was just talking over him. And instead of just saying, shut up, he just lets her talk over him and nothing gets resolved yeah. because he doesn't say, I fucking hate that. I've got written down here, no, it's important, tell her. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's such a wind-up to me. So that didn't get me... It's great. That was like the first 10, 15 minutes. She did great on me a little bit. I've got to be honest. Jill said she was a whinge bucket. Okay, yeah. And if there's anyone who knows a whinge bucket, it's my Jill. Okay. I liked the bloke on the whole. Yeah. I thought he weren't too bad. The dogs were absolutely amazing. Weren't they good? They were so good. Um, The way that they were actually trained or what they were doing was so good. I have a little bit of a problem with what they were asked to do because it was way too repetitive. So once I'd seen the first slapstick scene, the second one went down a bit. The third one went down and I just got bored by like the 10th one. It set my OCD off with a mess, I tell you. It was so messy. It was doing me head in, especially the scene in the artist's studio. It was crazy. And it was like an animal Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. Um, but with less variation okay. to what was going on. Everything was roughly the same. Um, I've got a question. Why were they in separate beds? That's how it was back in them days, mate. Was it? Yeah, oh, I think okay. if you see a lot of films, I've probably even like the original um, Mary Poppins and bed knobs and broomsticks and stuff like that, they always had separate beds. Right, okay. Disney racism was in full effect with the Chinese people who'd done the buffet. <laughs> the Tokyo Harbor. Uh, Oh, when they were talking about lions or as Ryans, <laughs> yeah. as they were saying. Um, yeah, so they haven't cut that out of this film, which I know that they edit or censor quite a few on yeah. Disney Plus now. And yeah, it also looked like quite a few people hurt themselves when they fell in the pool. Did you see all the women smashing their ribs on the <laughs> it side? It did look that? painful, didn't it? It did, yeah. So listen, it was fun for the first slapstick scene. It just got more repetitive after that. I've not got a massive score. It's basically for one slapstick scene and the dogs acting, yeah. 42. Okay, I'll take that. I, I don't know what what you got out of it. I mean, you didn't say you watched it with the kids. Mate, that's like 10 times better than Top Gun. So I'll take Yeah, it. Well, it is. You didn't watch it with the kids, though, did you? No, did I you watched just... it in bed. On... It's, it's and... one I used to watch with my nan and granddad, I think. Oh, was it? Um, I didn't realise it. And years and years. Oh, yeah, it's um, one that I've probably watched since I was four. Oh, okay. I didn't realise yeah. that. I shouldn't have cussed it off so much then. Yeah, no, that's all right. But anyway, yeah, I mean, the, the dog, the Great Dane was beautiful. I didn't yeah. like the Dashans. They were horrible bastards. Yeah, tell, yeah. Horrible. Anyway, good acting, though. Good acting. Right, mate. So on to mine. Yeah. I gave you a 1981 film directed by Norman J. Warren. This was on the Video Nasty list, starring Judy Geeson, Robin Clark, Jennifer Ashley, Stephanie Beecham, one in time of 93 minutes, at a budget of £1 million. I don't know what the box office was. 3.9 on IMDb with a synopsis of a crew of interplanetary archaeologists is threatened when an alien creature impregnates one of their members, causing her to turn homicidal or murder them one by one. I gave you the fantastic 80s film, Inseminoid. Yes, you did, mate. 
I did. Yes. Bring <laughs> back Brain Dead, mate. <laughs> Shut up. Fuck me, this was bad. You've, yeah, but, but no. come on. It's, so bad, it was good. No. I was in absolute hysterics with some of the acting. This was, was just bad, bad, bad. <laughs> it was, was so funny. I, I got, I got when we did Chopping More, I got quite a bit out of Chopping More. I didn't get nothing out of this. I just <laughs> thought it was... F- the best thing about it was a woman's dental work. Right. right? And we got to see loads of that, and that was fucking atrocious. <laughs> Jesus. Um, it would. I mean, someone's had it off here. Someone at the moment. This was 1981. Yeah. Someone yeah. still retired on the rest of that budget because there's no way that cost a million quid. It was shot in Chislehurst caves. Yeah. So in, it was and, local. No one's had to go anywhere. Well, no. Actually, also on the island of Gozo in Malta. Okay. So. Well, the computers were made of ply and two by two. <laughs> like Blake they, Seven. When Did they you blew up. No. Fucking that is like that cardboard scenery. Yeah, but they couldn't even be asked to put lights or wire in it, mate, when it blew up. It was literally ply and wood. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> Didn't understand what the fuck was going on for most of it, why they was going back out, why she was coming back after them, why they was going out without any sort of weapon, why when they was hitting each other they weren't making any contact and even near. <laughs> Um, I, the score was there, I suppose. Um, I, I didn't really get why she was trying to kill him most of the time, as there was no. Threat. She was impregnated. Yeah, she but, was. She was alien. And then it was like, oh yeah, I need to eat them, but then just ate like a mouthful of their guts and then left the rest of them. Um, <laughs> the fighting scenes were honestly the worst I've ever seen. <laughs> so listen, I watched it when I was sick, right? Yeah. And it actually cheered me up Did so it? much. This is why I gave it to you. It made me laugh so much because it was so bad. I didn't expect you to like it. I was hoping that you would find the absolute absurdity and the absolute bad acting, like when they were running through corridors and just stopping and screaming and the little babies that she gave birth to. Oh, the, what the I f- mean, the puppetry was awful. <laughs> I mean, fair play to Jill. She's taken a few weeks to create better puppets than was on this film. Because <laughs> they were terrible. Oh, This uh, cheered me up, though, mate. I was cracking it? up. I'm glad I was it cheered o- you up. I was hoping that you would just look at it and just go, do you know what? This is so just absurd. That is amazing. I mean, I got to about the sixth hour in it. And then... It's, it's I, and a half. No, it's not. So I got to it, the sixth hour in it, and then I clicked it on. I still have 45 minutes to go, and I'm like, you are <laughs> fucking joking. <laughs> Seriously. And then the big ending is just like these two sock puppets in a box in the... Um, <laughs> Hucking spaceship, ready to go back. <laughs> oh, you didn't like the birthing scene then? When she was giving birth? <laughs> <laughs> This was actually on the video nasty list because oh. it was deemed to be obviously too horrific. Um, obviously, with the scene of her giving birth to aliens and stuff, okay. it was deemed to be uh, yeah, video nasty. You couldn't get hold of it. Oh, I mean, I wish it had stayed on there, mate. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. I mean, it, uh, I was hoping that you'd get a little bit out of it. So. I, I did get a little bit out of it, mate. Okay. I got three right. out of it. Three out of hundred. Yeah, three. Okay, all right. I mean, it's it's a bit low. I mean, it's it's uh, it's definitely Beecham in it, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah, three. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, so I, mean, I really you... wanted to enjoy it, and I really wanted to have some fun with it. I just didn't. 
Okay. I mean, it cheered me up more than you did when I was on yeah. my deathbed. So, <laughs> so there you go. All right. Never mind. Never mind. Right. What you got for me next week then, mate? I've got due a film that's currently 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb. It's an 18, one hour, 32 minutes long build as a crime drama history with a synopsis of a beautiful computer technician starting off her career in Silicon Valley during the 80s is stalked and harassed by a nerdy, dangerous and mentally unstable colleague with a twisted obsession. Starring Richard Thomas, Brooke Shields, and this is a TV movie of a true story, mate. This is 1993's Stalking Laura, a.k.a. Fatal Proposal, a.k.a. I Can Make You Love Me. God, this sounds shit. I'm not going to lie, mate, and say it's a great film, but it made, uh, it was made in 93. It couldn't look more 80s if it tried. Fucking hell. Um, okay. It, it's got a couple of decent scenes in but I'm not going to say oh I love this you've got to watch it I want to know what you think about some of the points in this so I think okay. it will raise a, a reasonable discussion okay we have sunk to TV movies <laughs> oh dear right there you go I am giving you a 2014 film directed by Adam Wingard starring Dan Stevens Maika Monroe Leyland Orsa Sheila Kelly Brendan Meyer and Lance Reddick running time of 100 minutes budget of 5 million dollars with a box office of only 2.4 million dollars 6.7 on imdb with 91 percent on rotten tomatoes with a synopsis of a soldier introducing himself to the peterson family claiming to be a friend of their son who died in action after the young man is welcomed into their home a series of accidental deaths seem to be connected to his presence i'm giving you a film that i remember quite liking 2014's the guest Oh, cool. I remember you talking about this at the time. I did, yeah. And you yeah. said, you've got to watch this film. I never yeah. did. So, no, and I cool. never gave it to you. So Sweet. there you go. All right, excellent. That's, That's good, nice isn't one. it? Yeah, cool. Cheers, mate. Okay. Right, no worries. So on to next week's main. What is going on and what is the link to the Hateful Eight? Well, uh, Tarantino took a lot of his ideas from this film. Um, and this is a listener requested film. It is. Um, we both have mentioned recently we've watched the remake. Yeah. Um, and our listener, Jamie Russell, has chosen 1982's The Thing. <laughs> the Thing, yeah. The Thing. <laughs> right. So, yeah, you can tell the influence on uh, The Hate for Late, definitely, when you watch it. And, yeah, Jamie wants us to do The Thing. The Thing. And he might even join us. Yeah. If he's lucky. Yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, he's been challenged and answered his own fucking question, maybe. If he joins <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, maybe not on Skype. Who knows? I don't know. Or maybe I can't get rid of Skype just yet then. We'll figure something out. Look forward to doing the thing next week. Coolio. Thank you, Jamie. Nice. Okie dokie. Right. How can people contact us, mate? Do you want to reiterate yes. social media? Yes, they can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone or via email at moviedronepodcast at hotmail.com. Yes, they can indeed. So, yeah, thank you, everyone, for, for doing that. Thanks, little Nick, and thank you for uh, for being here today. No, thank you, mate, for cheering up a little bit. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, I'm just keep checking my internet, just make sure that's still going. I'm probably going to have to go away and do another six or seven hours on that before, uh, before oh, bed. Hang on. That's good. I was supposed to press the record button, wasn't I? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Got uh, yeah, I wouldn't have bothered. I just wouldn't have put anything out. I'd have just told you to do it your fucking self. You could have got Jamie on and done it. You know what I mean? Get everyone on. Fuck it. I'm not doing it again. Not on Skype. No way. Right. Okay. So thanks very much for that, then, mate. Hopefully, we've got stuff relaxing now. We locked down a bit. We yeah. might be able to get in the same room again yeah. soon. 
You might be able Definitely. to see me in person. Oh, I can't wait. And you won't look like Dolomite all the time. <laughs> I've gone uh, dark again, haven't I? Yeah, yeah. yeah you, have. <laughs> you do look like it's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Right, okay then, mate. So, do you want to say goodbye then, Mark? Goodbye then, Mark. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next week. See you later. Goodbye. Bye. No, like you got all through this pandemic. Yeah. Um, they keep doing these different places. They're like taking your temperatures and stuff. Yeah. And I learned the difference between a oral and a rectal thermometer today. Do you know oh. it? The taste. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, I might just about let that one go through. Yeah, all right, I might one. not edit that one. <laughs> yeah. uh, sink into new lows. Yeah. Sink into new lows. All right then, mate. Yes. All right. Fuck off then. See you later, mate. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs>